Baseball is back, and so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode. And catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. Hey! What's up, man? How you doing? Good. Good. Shots. Explosives. Explosives. You can run. Oh, that's Jonathan Gannon. Who was he talking to? That was Rondell Moore. Rondell Moore. To. Yep. Zoo, zoo, zoo. Yeah. Zoo. He likes making sound effects. Jonathan Gannon. Shots. Shots. Well, he's got his bird gang down there in Arizona. Mm-hmm. I agree. Uh, but there were a couple couple videos that were posted by the Cardinals. Um, he was getting uh, – who were some of the names that they were comparing him to? The guy from the, the office, I believe, was one of them. Pee Wee Herman was another. Yeah, Michael Scott. Michael Scott, yeah. Pee Wee Herman. Pee Wee in there, yep. People are being mean. But in um, – so Peter King's uh, article on uh, Football Morning in America uh, had, had a lot of details from the Super Bowl and some plays in the Super Bowl and those last two – the two touchdowns. Uh, Rondell Moore and, and um, not Rondell Moore, um, Sky Moore and, and Kadarius Tony. A lot of good stuff. Gannon talks about it as well in there, so it's worth it, um, giving it a read. But as far as Jonathan Gannon getting hired, right, uh, they, they said they, the question is, so, sounds like you were ready to leave, but it wasn't easy. And Jonathan Gannon responded back, I love Philly. I love Mr. Laurie. I love Howie Roseman. I love Nick Sirianni. They came back and they were like, here's a new offer. It's going to pay you more than being a head coach. That's cool, and I loved it there, but I wanted to be a head coach, and I was excited about this because Mr. Bidwell, Michael, as he would say, Monty Asenfort, the GM, and Kyler. So he, and that's a direct quote. That's not even some story saying that the Eagles offered him more money. He's saying that he was offered more money to stay as defensive coordinator. I guess that he's being paid as a head coach in Arizona. I mean, that's the, it's kind of how it reads. Yeah. Um, so what are we talking about, $6 million a year or something like that as a, as a D.C.? Whatever they, yeah, whatever he's making as a head coach, they were offering to at least pay him a little more of it than that. So it's weird to me. Not that they didn't value Jonathan Gannon and they didn't think Jonathan Gannon was a, a good defensive coordinator, but still, like when guys get head coaching jobs, you say, okay, we'll miss them, but we have, you know, we have a guy or we're going to hire somebody and we'll be fine. Um, and yet they tried to get him from taking a head coaching job, mm-hmm. which is interesting. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Is that a hedge on Nick Sirianni? At all? Is that, a, is that a hedge on not having a an in-house candidate that they – because, I mean, listen, they're searching outside. So if they felt good about their in-house candidate, it would feel like the, that maybe that would have happened by now. It seems like they're, they're looking on the outside to, to bring somebody in. I could be wrong on that. But to me, I, I wonder yeah, if this – They're interviewing Vance Joseph today. So Vance and Joseph – And they interviewed Jim Leonard. And Jim Leonard, who was a longtime Raven, and he's been um, he's been w- with Wisconsin yeah, the last couple of years. Jim Leonard, I think. I think I played against Yeah, him. I think you did, too. He might be younger than I am. How old is he? I think he's 40. Yeah. Well, if he's 40, I didn't play against him. I'm 49, so, yeah, I didn't. I mean, yeah, I would not have played against him. Yes, he is 40. I'm right. He played. Uh, yeah, he's in Buffalo for the uh, 05, 06, so maybe if you, uh, you went against Jason I, Peters, yeah, right? Yes, I, I did when I was with Atlanta. 
There you go. And he wasn't a longtime Raven just one year. Okay, so he's been Buffalo in 0506. Yeah, I played against him. There you go. Yeah, he did. Yeah. Well, there you go. So he's being uh, he he's the interim head coach of Wisconsin. He was the defensive coordinator. He's considered uh, kind of a, a fast riser and somebody that that um, that they could potentially sign. But I, I mean, I, I I just thought it was weird that that they're offering it. And I know that there's big money in coaching these days, so head coaches are making that much more money. But defensive coordinators, like I know Vic Fangio in Miami, he's making four and a half a year at least according to what what's, what's been reported out there. So Gannon. You know, they're offering the defensive coordinator five and a half, six million dollars. They obviously thought he was doing a pretty good job as a defensive coordinator if that was the they case. Thought he was doing a great job. Yep. I mean, they thought he was doing a great job if they wanted to offer him money, head coaching money to keep him here. They thought he was doing a great job. Yep. Well, there you go. Jack, would you have been happy if he would have stayed making six million a year or so? No. Because I don't think anything he did this year was that special to where he's like, we got to get a. He was, he's such a guy that we can't let leave the building. Like I, I, frankly, I think it's it's ridiculous that they were trying that hard to keep him. Like, like, yeah, I think that, like that's the real question. I think they dodged a bullet. You know, I, I like I think that he he was fine this year, but there's nothing that was like, oh my god, he's such a, a wizard back there. I think it was more the talent being so overwhelmingly good. I, I listen. I I can I can understand that perspective. Not that I agree with it, but I can understand that perspective. And I'm not going to sit here and tell you Jonathan Gannon was some wizard over there on the defensive side of football. But what I am asking myself is why did the Eagles feel he was that important, that they wanted to keep him here? So there must be something there that – so here's my guess on it. My guess on it is they'd rather have him here coaching his defense up with the next crop of players – that are going to come in that may not be as good as the guys that he had this past year. So now you're going to ask a new defensive coordinator to take on a job that may not have as much talent on that side of the ball. Not only are you coming in and starting fresh, you're being asked to do more with less. Well, yeah. Essentially, yeah. Or I don't know if you can do more or, but than do, what they did do, last do, year. Do enough yeah. with less. yeah. Yeah, so maybe Jonathan, maybe wanting to keep him here would have been a way to sort of close that gap from not having the Bradberries and the Kaiser Whites and the C.J. Gardner-Johnson and this player and that player and Fletcher and whomever else may wind up leaving, uh, Javon Hargrave, Brandon, Sue, Linball Joseph. Like, these are all players that can leave T.J. Edwards. Like, all these guys are free agents. All these guys are free agents. Yeah. So, I don't know. Maybe they wanted to keep him here because they felt like we keep the same system in place and that'll be a lot easier on our transition. Than replacing the coaching and Well, the yeah, you got to replace the coaches. And, and the fact, I'm actually surprised that they hadn't already gone with Dun, uh, Denard Wilson. So, because here, here, I, I, from what I hear, they like him a lot. But I don't know if he's ready to call plays. Right. Is he ready to be an in-game coordinator? I don't know. I do know that if you're still interviewing guys on the outside, then you're not 100% sold on what you already have had two years to get interviews from the inside, right? And, and what you're bringing in, in to me would be guys you would consider as experienced play callers. They have a defense that they like. 
They have a defense that they've coached. So they'll be able to teach that defense, and they have experience in calling it in games. Now, Jim Leonard's done it at the college level versus the NFL. Hand up. I'll, I'll, I'll be the first to raise my hand. The Big Ten in the, in, 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 the, in the passing game ain't the same as the NFL. No. Okay, so, yeah, I'll be the first to raise my hand on that. Whatever I have, Dyke. So playing defense or calling defense in the Big Ten is not the same as calling a defense versus Pat Mahomes, NFL-caliber quarterbacks, receivers. When you're calling defense in the Big Ten, there's not that many great quarterbacks in the Big Ten. It's a lot easier to call defense. Right. No offense to Jim Leonard. I'm just saying. It just is. Now, it doesn't mean he doesn't have the schemes and the philosophy of the defense that they may not – that they that they aren't enticed by because I'm seeing where he's a 3-4 coordinator yeah. who likes to also run the, the, the sort of five-man look at times. Similar to what the Eagles – Similar to what they've doing. already been doing. Right. Similar to what they've already been doing. Okay. Yeah, I mean, he, he could okay. – with a strong interview, he could possibly get it, or maybe this is even for the future where he interviews here and they liked him, but they didn't hire him, right? Like, I, I don't know if – I have no idea. Yeah, I, I don't know if he's going to be – I don't know what they're going to do. Yeah. I really don't. So, we'll see. But they're they're continuing to interview. And yeah, I mean, and, and you would have thought if it was going to see – if it was going to go to Wilson, you would have thought, okay, that's an easier transition. Just go ahead and – Well, if anything, isn't this showing that – like, should we have confidence in, in if they do end up hiring Denard Wilson? That's what I'm saying. No. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. At least, like, bringing, at least they haven't brought in any other offensive coordinator candidates. Right. And that's why you know, the, know there's a difference. You haven't heard anything about the offensive coordinator search, and you're hearing everything about the defensive coordinator. Yeah. People are coming in. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, because I, I guess from their perspective, they don't have to do anything offensively. Like, is you got uh, Nick here and you got Brian it's, Johnson here. It's turnkey. Like, they don't need to do anything. But defensively, um, they have guys on the staff. He took the linebacker coach with him. Yes. Um, yeah, so Jonathan Gannon, his defensive coordinator was the Eagles linebackers coach, Nick Rallis, who's only 29 years old. Yeah. Which is, uh, they get younger and younger. His offensive coordinator is 36. Yeah, D'Amico just stopped playing five years ago. He's a head coach in the NFL. So, yeah, like. Yeah, being in like, your yeah, mid, like, mid-30s yeah. is – Not the same as it, yeah, no. it used to be. Yeah, that's – these guys are hiring younger because these guys are they, – they are less rigid. Young guys, you don't come with airs. You don't come with all these requirements and you want this and you want that. So it's a lot easier to hire these younger guys. And Jonathan Gannon's probably going to call the defense anyway. Sure. Yeah, and he's comfortable with them because they, they work yeah. together here and, yep. you know. Our Twitter questions today brought to you by Mark's Jewelers. If you're getting engaged, visit the home team at Mark's Jewelers for the best selection of diamond engagement rings to fit every budget online, marks-jewelers.com. So Jack asked, where is it? Do you expect the Eagles to be back in the Super Bowl next year, yes or no? Last time I looked, it was a 50-50 coin flip. Wow. Yes, people expect the Eagles to be back in the Super Bowl next year. No, they don't expect the Eagles to be back in the Super Bowl next year. And that was over 2,000 votes when I, when I last looked. Wow. 50-50. Jack must be very happy in there with the 50-50 uh, It's good, good to see the city, you know. My fan base is knowledgeable, man. I've always said that. Yeah, we've been saying that for years. Yeah. Must be it. Must be it. Let's go to Rios. Rios in North Philly. Rios, how are you, buddy? What's going on, Hard Chargers? Rios. 
Yeah, man. Let me get real with y'all. Yeah, you know I mean, uh, my feelings. I've been working on my feelings. You know, I'm a type of bleep your feelings type of guy. Working on my feelings right now due to the Super Bowl. So, <laughs> reason why I'm being got to be real because that's the only way I could get better. Just telling the truth. So, you know, reals f up too. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But anyway, mm-hmm. look, man. Hurts, <laughs> give him his money. He deserve it, and, and to deal with that. Gannon, thank you. Being away now, you could take your E Harmony scheme with you because we don't damn want it. So stay over there, whatever it is. Look, if we get another defensive coach, I don't care what it is. Just get somebody who likes to maybe bite kneecaps. So anytime people come to the Fed, we can at least have a defense that is feared. I just want us to fear our defense. I don't want it to be like a sucker-ass bully who only do it against quarterbacks who ain't nothing, but then the other quarterbacks get scared. So I'm done with that. I never liked them anyway, so I'm just real. I don't like them. Now, Ike, yes. I give it to you for saying the right thing, saying it over the air, you know, because a lot of times people are just sensitive. But you know what? We all saw the movie White Man Can't Jump. Okay? <laughs> Look. Let, Did you let, see the let, photoshops? Let, Have you seen the photoshops? <laughs> Since the, no, the dunk I contest, seen it. yeah, they had um, they have white man can't jump, but they have Mac yeah his face on Woody Harrelson. Yeah. Okay. Well, the thing that Ike was saying is like nothing that wasn't like saying if you're from the hood or whatever it is, man. We we hear the same. But let me tell you something. I, I've been up from the hood and in the military. You think I don't get bothered with all this sense of world stuff? There was a guy who said, "Man, ah, Puerto Ricans, you probably box." I'm like, "Yeah, I do." He like, "You like rice and beans, don't you?" I'm like, "Yeah, actually, I really do love some damn rice and beans." So I, I get it. You know what I mean? We ain't talking all that. We seen the movie. We know why. Like what I said, why they were all hyped yesterday. Now yes. I loved it, mind you. I hope this kid do his thing with the Sixers. I loved it, but at the end of the day, man, Kenny Smith or all them cats is going too damn far. Like, yes, yeah, NBA. <laughs> Because, look, check this out. Number one, let me just say this about the NBA, man. The NBA sucks. I don't have nothing to talk about. One, one I don't really like my team with the sucker <laughs> stuff. So I can't even get hyped. Two, ever since, uh, what was it, M- NBA or NBC, the early time. Yeah. Center, yeah. Ever since that, the NBA sucks. Why? Because everybody want to hang with each other. Everybody want to be on certain teams. So the dominance is like all sifted to maybe four teams, and that's it. And Embiid and them too much of a sucker. I can't even – I don't even know what to say. <laughs> but Embiid doesn't want to hang out with anybody. That's one thing you should well, like about him. He's a loner. Well, he's a sucker, man. Look, check it out. Look, the thing the thing with the NBA, how you can't – I can't even be hyping watching to the playoffs in, but everything's threes. No different. I'm yep. on hype with baseball. I'm going to hype with baseball, but baseball, please, y'all doing the same thing if it's everything. Y'all want to teach somebody how to hit a home run. I missed it back in the day like an Ichiro or somebody else doing line drives with nowhere to hit the ball that you're afraid of the guy, that you don't adjust your defense but too much because he can hit anywhere on the field. Mm-hmm. Same thing with these damn freaking three-pointers, man. Like, it sucks, and I ain't got nothing to talk Like, the Eagles are gone. I'm in my feelings. Yes, I'm hurting, man. I'm feeling like a sucker, and I fight myself every damn day. But – Shoot, man. Like, you got man. the XFL right. reels. The XFL is on. Yeah. All right, well, I just need some <laughs> violence, something something good violence. All, All right. right. We'll, All keep, right we'll, we'll keep it interesting, Rios. Yeah. I don't know how much the violence you're going to get on. Yeah, yeah, I was going to say, I don't know how much violence we'll get on the show, but every once in a while, violence does pop up from a verbal standpoint. Definitely. <laughs> For sure. Yeah, I mean, uh, Jack, I know that, that it must be paining you, but the XFL was, was pretty good this weekend. First week, I mean, I, I missed all of it except for last night's game. Yeah. And by the way, it, yeah, I was stuck in York, PA. Yeah. Well, how was that? 
was okay. It was okay. Jada was awesome. Her team was awesome. We actually won our bracket, so it was pretty good. Volleyball tournament up there? Yeah, volleyball tournament, about 20,000 kids. Get out. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Where they, where they hold it? Like the, the big arena that they have up there? Or? No, it's, it was uh, it's called the York Expo. An Expo Center, okay. Yeah, Expo. So they had two of them. Gotcha. I think that's what the farm show used to be. Yeah. It had, really? It actually looks like a barn to yeah. some degree, yeah. It's a big field trip back yeah. in the day. Right, so they got two of them. And both of them were filled gotcha. with, with uh, volleyball teams and, there you go. and families. And, oh, it's pretty cool. It's so pretty you, cool. So you watch a lot of volleyball. Oh, yeah. I watch volleyball all day, Saturday and Sunday. I didn't get home until 8 o'clock last night. Really? Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. Oh, yeah, you missed some good XFL football. Yeah, you know, I, I mean, you know, in between volleyball matches, I was watching the uh, Genesis Invitational. Oh, there you go. Yeah, yeah, Tiger made it through the weekend, so I got a chance to watch him Saturday and Sunday, even though he didn't. Finished under well. par, though, right? Yeah, he did. He, just went he under did. him. He did. Saturday was good. Friday was a disaster. And yesterday, he, he pretty much was on one leg, pun intended. Yep. <laughs> yep. Yep. So, yeah, that was that was my – I didn't get to see uh, – other than the highlights. I saw the highlights of everything. So, the, the early game – Of the All-Star weekend and all of that. You did, and, and the XFL. The all -Star, I just saw the highlights. The, the All-Star weekend was uh, the, the dunk contest because right. of the novelty of a little white guy dunking out there was the mm – -hmm. Saw that blowing fun. up on Twitter. I was actually at dinner during that time. It was fun. I watched yeah. it. It was pretty good. Yeah. Um, uh, but then the XFL, one of the games, I think it was the early game yesterday, uh, where they were they did the three point conversion, mm -hmm. and then they did the the alternate onside kick onside kick. Well, you go for it on the fourth, four, and the fourth and fifteen from their own twenty five. They got they ended up winning the game. They yeah. got they got it. Sorry. So I, I wouldn't want that in the NFL, but it's interesting. Like it's interesting. Mm -hmm. It, it, it's, it makes it more intriguing because the quarterback play is still not great. Ben DiNucci was playing last night in the one game. Paxton Lynch got benched at halftime on Saturday. Yeah, if they were good quarterbacks, they wouldn't be in that Right, right. So the quarterback play still obviously isn't there, and that's the biggest thing with these, the USFL and the XFL. But, like, the other things kind of make it intriguing. So it would... There's about ten quarterbacks in this league that should be in the XFL. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Just saying. Or they will be in the or, XFL or they will in, be. in a couple of years. Like yeah. Paxton Lynch. Yeah, exactly. Seriously. Got benched at halftime. Yeah, Zach Wilson may be headed there. But one thing, Jack, you, you had sent this video. Zach Wilson probably – well, you know what? He probably wouldn't. He would just no, retire and not play. of course he would play. not go there. Paxton Lynch has played in the, in the, in the United States Football League, the CFL, the, mm -hmm. the Alliance of America. He's tried – like, literally, he keeps trying to play, so I give him credit for, uh, for still playing. Elliot Shore Parks is a uh, former number one overall uh, yes. quarterback <laughs> prospect. He loved him yeah. in that draft. Franchise he, swag. But you sent to Dean Dean Blandino is involved in the ESPN coverage, so mm -hmm. they do real time officiating official reviews, right? Do you have the sound yeah. jack? I got it last night. I control. I've got the left foot down in bounds. Let's go to our line feed and get a spot. Dean, I had some traffic there. I can't hear you. Yeah, Mike, we're looking at the catch at the sideline. I've got a really good look. I've got control, and I've got the right foot down in bounds. So we're just going to give you a new spot. So we're going to go to the 46. It's going to be first and 10. First and 10. It's going to be on the right hash. Right hash. And we're going to go on the ready for play. And we're on the ready. So first yep. and 10 at the 46. You got it. So he, it, like real time, it, as opposed to you send it to review, there's an official in the booth that is watching the game in real time along with it that stops it if there's something that happens and say, whoa, 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 hold on a second. And then he kind of slow plays it for a second as he's watching the replays in this command center. 
and then it's telling the referee, no, we're going to change it right here. Um, yeah, did Jack, did you think that – I mean, you weren't watching the games. But I like, was watching the game. I saw it last night. You, you saw it last night? Yes. And um, did you like it, how they're using it, or is that something the NFL could do? Uh, to me, it's just, that's just more stuff that, that clogs up the game. All that stuff is, is to be a novelty to be different than the NFL. I, what does it do? I, I, I mean, they, they go to the NFL instant replay. Only thing difference is is we're in on the conversation as he talks through it. Right. You see the camera in there and they're showing yeah, what they do. But that's but that's what they're doing anyway. It's just that we get to be on we're, the on We're, that we're side watching of the, the referee stand yeah. in there. Yeah. Mm, that doesn't do point. anything for me. See, I, I, I would I wouldn't I wouldn't replace like Pereira with that. Like I like Pereira's take on it rather than mm-hmm. like listening to how they come up with the idea. Dude, these officials are terrible regardless. <laughs> I, like what are we talking about here? Yeah, we act like all this is solved bad calls happening. No. I, I literally saw them go to replay a touchdown that the Raiders got against the Patriots where the guy's foot was clearly out of bounds, and they gave him the touchdown because they said we couldn't overturn it. What's, what's the point of replays? If you can't make easy. I, I mean, if we're yeah. seeing one thing and we're saying it should be overturned and they still don't overturn it. Yeah, true that. All right, coming up, we talked about Hertz's contract, but Daniel Jones is looking for how much money from the Giants? Wait till you hear this. That's coming up. Your phone calls as well. Don't go anywhere. It's Marks and Reese on 94 WIP. Hey, listen, let's talk about my friends at Marks Jewelers. If you're thinking about getting engaged, maybe you're already engaged, you need wedding bands or gifts for the bridal party, the perfect gift, the perfect engagement ring, the perfect wedding band awaits you at Marks Jewelers because Marks Jewelers features a 25,000-square-foot showroom, personal consultants, private booths, and a bar. That's right, a bar. So you can relax, get a drink, pick the right gift, and you can do it all at Mark's Jewelers in Montgomeryville, just off the Pennsylvania Turnpike. Minutes from everywhere. It's worth a little bit longer of a drive if you're coming from Jersey or wherever. Free parking, no city no city sales tax. Check them out online, marks-jewelers.com. Tell them John Mark sent you. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one... They're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. All right, Marks and Reese, we're back as um, news or at least a report out there about Jalen Hurts, possibly a contract could get done sooner than later. Um, Daniel Jones, Giants quarterback, who is a free agent, Mm -hmm. according to stories out there, he's changed his agent. And uh, as negotiations are about to begin or going on on a new deal, apparently not happy with the direction of the uh, previous agents. Yeah. Um, Sure. 
So, <laughs> and and keep this in mind. This is according to what's being reported, and it makes sense. He's looking for a, a contract about $45 million a year, which would be the going rate of a quarterback that is a starting playoff quarterback, right? Yeah. Um, the Giants did not use – a first-round draft pick normally is a fifth-year option, but you need to exercise it. They were so unsure about Daniel Jones, they didn't exercise that fifth-year contract, so he becomes a free agent. So now what they can do is they can sign him long-term. They can tag him. They can give him the franchise tag, which would be thirty over $32 million, uh for this year. So the pos- That's not the – that's the lower of the franchise tags. Yes, where you would – if a team wanted to sign Jones, they could, but they would have to forfeit two first-round draft picks, uh, and then they There's could no sign him. Doing, yeah. Right. So that's essentially – yeah, the Giants would probably say okay if team a team wanted to give them two first-round draft picks for him. But anyway, then they wouldn't have a quarterback. Mm-hmm. So they are now walking the line of if he comes out and he does well again next year, then you're going to try to resign him. He's going to say, well, the price is now $50 million a year. And you could franchise him again, then you're in the whole Dak Prescott scenario situation. So I actually think he, I think I think they franchise him. It just doesn't feel like the Giants are ready to give him a contract that's forty five million dollars a year on long term. Yeah, that sucks for us. Yeah, it does. Yeah, I, like, yeah. I don't want the Giants to be smart about it. I want them to give Daniel Jones a five year, two hundred million dollar deal. Yeah, right. <laughs> Doing one year means that yeah, they're going to get rid of him in a year. That they're not sold and they could sign them after that, but they could also walk mm-hmm. away. Yep. Yep. So then they could, I guess, use the tag on on uh, Saquon. They're going to use it on one of them. Yeah. Yeah, not, and Saquon would be $10 million on the franchise tag. Yeah, that's a lot cheaper than $35 million. Yep. And it's one year. Right. I suppose the more years. Um, yeah, 30, $32.4 million on the tag. Problem is then you have to account for that entire sum on your salary cap. So it takes, you know, you can't cook the books and – Put the put the cap charge a little bit later, like you had mm-hmm. said. You need wide receiver. If you're the Giants, you need to improve the skill positions on offense. Yeah, and here's the problem for the Giants: like they're going to pay thirty. What did you say? Thirty-two million, thirty-five million, whatever it is, and that all goes into this year's salary cap. So, how do you improve the team around Daniel Jones by adding talent? That's why the Giants are in a difficult position. And if I'm Daniel Jones, yeah, I'd hire an agent too. Sounds like his other agent was stupid. <laughs> That's why he wanted to get rid of him. Seriously. I mean, why else would he want to get rid of him? He wants a new agent because he didn't like what he was hearing. If I'm Daniel Jones, there, I just came off of my best year. I got us in the playoffs. I won a playoff game. Sorry, this isn't the time to sell low if I'm Daniel Jones. Right. <laughs> if I'm Daniel Jones, okay, you want to pay me $32 million next year? Okay, but then if you're the Giants, how smart is that? How are you going to put a team around Daniel Jones? Right, makes it much much more difficult. Makes it much more difficult to do. So the smart thing would be is to franchise Saquon. He's only $10 million. If you don't want to commit a long-term deal to a running back, franchise Saquon and just sign Daniel Jones to a, to a four-year deal, five-year deal. So I don't know what you're going to do at quarterback. Daniel Jones isn't going to retire. If you were to release Daniel Jones, he would have a job. Yep. Despite what people think about him, he's a young quarterback coming off a rookie deal, and there's at least 12 teams in this league that can use an upgraded quarterback. He would be an upgraded quarterback. Oh, yeah. Yeah, he'd be a starter. So he's going to get somewhere. a job yeah. somewhere. No, you're right. He's going to get a job somewhere. I wonder if. And then what are you going to do as the Giants? Unless you, unless you plan on trading for 
a better quarterback. You got to remember they were just in the playoffs. Or you so play not, not being good. Right. Well, well, how do you take a step back after what you yeah. just did this year? No, and he, he has leverage here. Of course he does. And, and the franchise tag is, I guess, the one thing the Giants can do to say, hey, we want to see it again. And then they see it again, maybe, and then they, they'll do the long-term contract. The problem is you got to add talent for it to yep. be good this year. He just did what he did with no talent on the team. Yep. Hodges got except, a new contract. Except, except for – who was Hodges? Isn't that his name? The, the wide receiver? Yeah, oh, Hodges. Yeah, yeah, he didn't get a real contract. He got some. Yeah, that, <laughs> no, that, I know it wasn't. TJ Edwards' contract. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, he, he didn't get a real contract. Um, but, yeah, we all looked at that Giants team. Yeah, and Isaiah Hodges came to life, what, in week 12, week season, 13? Yeah. So, what, what, what are your receivers? What's your weapons around your quarterback? You come back with the same team, team next year, you might have seven wins. It's going to be worse. Yeah, it's true. So, it, it doesn't make sense if you're the Giant. I'm sorry. You made a mistake by first drafting him. Secondly, by not picking up his fifth year. You want to make another mistake? So, I wonder, and, and – Remember Baker Mayfield wanted the top contract. He wanted mm-hmm. $45 million a year, and the Browns were like, no, nah, we don't really like – they were they they wanted him to take like a $30 million a year contract. They probably would have done that, but he was insisting on top quarterback money. I'm the next guy that's going to be a free agent. You're going to pay me like that. Browns wouldn't do it, and Baker obviously overplayed his hand. I'm just wondering with the agent changing – if maybe his prior agent was saying, hey, you might be better off taking less money and actually getting this contract done now as opposed to holding out for big money and having them franchise tag you. And he was like, I do not like that strategy. Because Daniel Jones would be smart to, like, if, if they're offering a contract that's like $30, $35 million a year right now, he'd be smart to take it. No, he wouldn't. He's a starter. He was drafted in the first round. He's the franchise quarterback. Why would he take a, 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 a contract for $30 million? Well, I mean, the the details are, are 30, 35, whatever. What I'm saying is less than what he's asking for, which is the $45 million a year, which is what the young starters make on the open market right now. Why would he? Because then he has the guarantees. Then he's back with his team, and he gets paid now. And, yeah, he's he, he may be taking less money, maybe even a lot less money, to get signed up right now. Now you're not playing out the franchise tag. Now you're not dealing with the questions in the media every day during training camp, during the season, at the end of the season. Is this the last game you play with the Giants? Now you at least you're set. You're young enough to where you can get another contract. I just don't think this this works out well for him, Daniel I Jones. I, I, you have to define well. I don't know, I don't know what he's going to wind up getting. I'm just saying if I'm in his position and I just got us in the playoffs – I'm not taking a below-market value contract. And if you want to put a franchise tag on me, then go right ahead. I'll eat up $30 million of your cap. Yeah. That's on you. And that's his leverage. So that, that's, not, that's not what young quarterbacks do when they have this position. Like If you're coming off a terrible year, that's one thing. That's one thing if you're coming off a bad year. But if you're coming off your best year and the Giants don't have an alternative, well, they don't. Have so the Giants can go out and get another quarterback. They could easily just let Daniel Jones walk. Yeah, but they, I mean, I, I think they want to they want to get another look at him without having to commit long. They had him for four years, and he looked good his fourth year. Yeah, I'm just telling you, if I'm Daniel Jones, you're looking right. at it from the team's perspective. I'm right. looking at it from the player's perspective. I'm not about to play this game with you. So if you don't want to sign me, then sign me to 30 million for this year. I'll play, and then we'll see what happens next year. Kirk Cousins did it. 
Yeah. I'm just saying it wind up costing Washington two years of franchise tags, and then he walked and still got another guaranteed deal. And Dak got the franchise. And they still ain't had a quarterback as good as Kirk Cousins since he left. Yeah. Dak used the franchise tag and, and made a ton of money off the franchise tags. And still wind up getting paid. And he got it. He did. Very true. <laughs> so if I'm a quarterback, I'm, I'm, if I'm Daniel Jones, I'm saying, listen. Well, you let it ride. Exactly. If you want to put the tag on me, I can't stop you from putting the tag on me. That's what Lamar's going to do. He's going to let it rise. He's going to make it very expensive for these. Because the, the difference is with Lamar, teams probably would give up two first-round draft picks to get Lamar. Yeah, he goes to the top franchise tag. So yeah, you have yeah. to. Yeah, he's going. I think Lamar's getting traded. So it's just a matter of Baltimore recouping um, as much as they can get and then where those picks will be at. Because, um, I, I mean, quite frankly, unless Lamar Jackson changes his contract demands. You're Baltimore, you just did all this for no reason. If you were going to give him a fully guaranteed contract, you, you could have already now. done that already. Yep. So unless Lamar changes his contract demands, I don't see where Baltimore says, well, Lamar has convinced us he should get a fully guaranteed contract. And, and next year he's not going to say, okay, I don't want a guaranteed contract anymore after he gets franchised. That's what I'm he's saying. With it. Yeah, exactly. You got to find a team out there that's willing to give him that contract too. Oh, it's one in Atlanta. Probably. One in Atlanta. You find a team desperate enough, just like Cleveland. Yep. When you find a team desperate enough for a quarterback and there are no real alternatives into to finding you one, and you say, whoa, this kid is 25, 26 years old, and all I got to do is give up some draft picks and some money. Jets? Well, yeah, if you're the Jets. I'm just saying, those are teams that are desperate enough to do it. Miami, if Tua doesn't end up working out this year, right? I mean, that's an owner that, that wouldn't care about disrupting the – Oh, you mean next year? Yeah. Well, I mean, yeah, because it, it, it may end up being that he plays on the franchise tag, but then it's still you're still in the same spot because the Ravens aren't going to do it. They're not going to give him the guaranteed contract. Lamar's not going to settle for a non-guaranteed contract. Well, you're in the exact same spot. And I don't think Baltimore is going to eat up $45 million of their salary cap. I agree with you. I think they trade him, and I think it's the best for both parties to do it. All right, let's go to Corey in Columbus, Ohio. Hi, Corey. What up, Johnny Mark? I agree. What up, dude? What up, C? Hey, man, Jalen Hurts ain't, ain't taking no hometown discount. Zach talking about the help, help, help compete for a championship. $30 million a year. Listen, if they don't compete, they're going to give him the money back. If, <laughs> right. if they don't win a championship, they ain't going to come back and say, you know what, Jalen, we didn't win, so here's this extra 20 that we're going to give you because we didn't win. Come on now. Good point. Nope. Good point. We can negotiate. <laughs> it's a rebate. <laughs> That's a good point. <laughs> right. Don't, ain't, ain't nobody going to do that, man. But, yeah, let, let the Giants let the Giants play pay. Hey, Daniel Jones, but, man, Jonathan Gannon, I'm, I'm glad he out of town, man. I, I I hope the man does well. I'm just glad he ain't here. I ain't praying on no man's downfall. I don't do that. I want every man in the world to be successful. But if you rewatch, I watched the Super Bowl like five, six times, man. Like, Mahomes, <laughs> the one time they did blitz in the red zone, Mahomes caught it out. He said, zero blitz. You know, zero coverage. They coming, they coming. Hit Sky more like, just get the dude off the Eagles, man. And, and – if the, if the Eagles really, if the Eagles really want Eagles fans. The guy they want is Vance Joseph. That's the guy they want. Vance Joseph blitz. I think more than anybody in the league, other than Ty Bowles, he played a lot of man coverage. How'd that He's work aggressive. out? So I'm just no, I, I, I agree with you. I, <laughs> no, I, I know you do. Guys. I'm just saying that that's what if that's if that's what Eagle fans when you listen to them talk, that's what they want. So if that's what they want, that's the guy they want. I'm just saying when you blitz. And you don't got the dogs back there and the horses back there on the back end. Yeah. Bradbury is Slay, 
they was good players, but they was good for their system. They not the horses that everybody think they are. Mm. So I'm gonna say they ain't, they ain't, they not, they not, they not, they not shutting it down. So I'm just, I'm just putting it out there. Bradbury and Slay, they was good because of the system that they ran this year for them. Also, real quick, mm. we gonna stop this. Is Jordan Davis slander, man? My man Jordan Davis playing behind like six, six possible, you know, borderline Hall of Famers. My man's a dog. Huh? Watch this year. Okay, I hope so. <laughs> yeah, dog. Man. You know, we're gonna need we're gonna yeah. need him this year, yeah, Corey. Yeah, so. we're gonna need and him. And the Kobe Dean, the Kobe Dean made with his his play that he made on uh on uh Derrick uh, Henry. Henry was the only play any linebacker made all season. All right. Well, listen, and then defense is going to be fine, Corey. That's why he's saying we'll be good next year. Well, Jordan Davis and the Kobe Dean. Something tells me we bring TJ Edwards back. <sighs> All right. I agree I'm looking that. at guys they'll bring back TJ Edwards. Seems like TJ Edwards. At least I don't think TJ Edwards is going to get listen, ridiculous money the, out there so they can get TJ back for a reasonable price. Right. The more and more I think about Brandon coming back, right? And we're all big fans. He's an all time Eagle. Mm hmm. Um, with the, the needs that they have on defense, the fact that Hargrave's a free agent, the fact that you're losing a starting safety, and then, you know, you're pretty good on the offensive line with Reddick and Josh Sweat. They're both signed long-term, making a lot of money. Fletcher's going to be leaving. Hey, Brandon's not saying, yeah, I'll take a one-year $4 million contract to come back, right? Like, right. he's looking to cash in because there's going to be a market for him. What What he has out there... You know, as a as a, a better than part time player in a Detroit or a team like that, I could see him making money. You wonder if the Eagles are willing to to buck up and because if you're, if Kelsey comes back, you're paying him fourteen fifteen million dollars a year, right? I would think so. He's not taking a, he's not taking a salary reduction. He just was an All Pro. Yeah. So that's a big chunk of money. Jalen's going to be making maybe not this year, but he's going to be making more money. And you're going to play mm -hmm. Brandon. What did Brandon make this year? Fourteen. Yep. Or, or 13, 13, 13 this yep. year. Yep. He had double digit sacks. I mean, he's gonna make he's gonna take four million dollars for the hometown yeah. Jack's hometown yeah. discount. Yeah, career year. The career year. <laughs> so he's looking for he like when you hear him talk, he's looking for a multi year deal. Mm -hmm. He's not just looking for one more before he, he rides off into the sunset. Mm -hmm. So I just I, I I wonder if I wonder if the Eagles are willing to do that with all the other needs that they have. First time around, and he was younger, and he played it out, and he deserved it. He earned it. I wonder if um, I wonder if, if both sides kind of agree to go in dif different directions here. My house is going to cost you some money. Yeah. So what? Like five a year? Yeah. You know what? I get listen. If if, if <laughs> I could see Miles in Arizona. Yep. Yep. So when you go when when you're in, you're Jonathan Gannon just became a first time head coach. So when he's trying to establish his type of culture with the players that he wants, what often happens is they look at players they've coached already. And so he's coming off of a Super Bowl team. So who's to say he's, he wouldn't be looking to give Miles extra dollars to come out there in Arizona, James Bradbury extra money to come out in Arizona, or, or Shane Steichen. He don't need Miles because no, right. he has Jonathan Taylor out there. Yeah, but to your point, the the other players on the team, I'd be shocked if there weren't Eagles on right. Both of those ended teams. up on the Colts and the Arizona Cardinals. I'd be shocked, of course. Yep. They help you establish your program. You know them. You know what you can expect, and you can yep. say, "Hey, listen, I need your leadership here. Like you've been with me." Who did Who did Nick Sirianni want to bring in here? And he gushed about Zach, Zach Pascal. Thank you. Talked about <laughs> him like he was his son. <laughs> exactly.
and he did. He's here. <laughs> I mean, he caught two balls all year. Yeah, he did. And he, and what happened? Did he have he a touchdown his... this year? Oh. I do not. I do not remember a Zach Pascal touchdown. I mean, Chip did the same thing with dumb Oregon players, and Andy oh yeah, did Chip it with went Green over Bay the players. top though. Yes, Chip, yeah, I know. It's one thing to get former NFL players from a team. He's bringing Oregon players in who stink. You shouldn't have been in the NFL. Who yeah. was who was the worst of those Oregon yeah, players? A lot of them. <laughs> oh, a lot of them. Bad, too. Yeah, a lot of them. <laughs> all Oregon players. Yeah. So and Shane Steichen already has a has an eagle connection with his hire for offensive coordinator. I saw it. Jim Bob Cooter, <laughs> who was a consultant in uh, 2021 for him. Yeah, Doug wanted him here. There you go. Awesome. He went to uh, Jacksonville this past year. Now he's Shane Steichen's offensive coordinator. Got a good name. By the way, Zach Pascal won touchdown. He did? In that Steelers game. Oh, yeah. I don't even remember. I, I just remember A.J. scored every touchdown in that game. Yep. Didn't A.J. have three touchdowns in that game? What did Jalen throw four? He must have. Huh. And, by the way, Vance Joseph, because everybody looks at the blitzing percentage. I had it written down here. I was th- 34% last year. Uh, blitz percentage, which was uh, near the top, I think, second. Mm-hmm. They also were uh, not at the top, but the bottom of red zone touchdowns, red zone attempts. Gave up Se- the second most points in the league. Second most points in the league. Second most touchdowns in the league. <laughs> Fourth most first downs. 28th in the league in third down percentage. <laughs> yeah, let's hire him, Mike. Sounds like a great idea. He blitzes! Oh, man. So that is, I wonder if the Eagles are looking at these numbers, man. I sure as hell hope they are. <laughs> so... But, and wow. and talk about this, Jim Johnson, when he was the defensive coordinator of the Colts, or mm-hmm. was it the Seahawks? Colts. He was a, uh, the Colts. Uh, it was, no, it was the Seahawks before And us. then he was a linebacker coach of the Colts. Mm-hmm. He didn't have, he didn't have, he, it wasn't a great defense that he was coaching in Seattle at the time, mm-hmm. but he was a great defensive coordinator here. Kind of like we were talking about with Jonathan Gannon. Two years ago, the defense was blah. Last year, they broke sack records because mm-hmm. you actually gave them players to play. Mm-hmm. So I, I don't know enough about the defense in Arizona and how good they were. I can just tell you they weren't good on. They got Buda Baker. They got Buda Simmons. They got, um, they got a couple other players out there on defense. They drafted some some high draft picks on defense. Yep. Yeah, we have one of them, Hassan Reddick on. Uh... Oh, yeah, that's right. That's right. That's right. It's a good draft pick. We appreciate yeah. that. Forgot about that. Uh, so. So, yeah, let's see what happens with Vance Joseph. Who was interviewed today, or was it Jim Leonard that was interviewed today? I think it was. I think Leonard was over the weekend, and Vance Joseph was today. Okay. There you go. All right. They, well, they, yeah. Maybe Rex Ryan's next after they, uh, they do oh, this. That'll get everybody Just excited. give me one. Yeah. Give me one. Just give me one Rex Ryan like, yeah. link. It doesn't have right. to be real. Give me a fake Rex Ryan link. Yeah. Where are you, Elliot? Yeah, I think people would love that. Oh, man, that'd be Rex great. Rex Ryan. Great. He's going to end up out there. In, uh, He's going to be at Denver, yeah. Yeah. That's what it seems like. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's go to Scott in Las Vegas. Hi, Scotty. How are you? What's going on, guys? Hey. What's up, Scott? So I'm going to make a bold proclamation right now. And remember this Philadelphia is going to be extremely happy in 2023 because we are going to be the first city to have the Phillies and the Eagles go back to championships this year. I feel it, boys. The Phillies and the Eagles go back to back. I agree with your thoughts. Back to back. And let me back to back losing in this. losing in the championship or nope, we're winning it this time. Oh, all right. We're taking it this time. Let me explain with the Eagles. The biggest thing that I have for the reason why is I know it's gonna be tougher 
But I think that was one thing that was missing this year. We didn't have those tough games. So the road's going to be tougher, but it's going to prepare this team more. And, and when you look at the NFC, the thing that gives me the most confidence after watching that Super Bowl is Jalen Hurts. Because we have, I think, the best quarterback in the NFC. And I, I really don't think it's close right now. Aaron Rodgers is deteriorating. Brady's gone. Dak is who he is. I, I The Niners are kind of a mess at QB. I, I really think this year we're going to have a chance again to go right back to that Super Bowl. All right. I, Scott, I, it's Scott formerly of Dallas now in Las Vegas. I forgot, I forgot he moved. Yeah, I, it, when, you, when you draw it up just with the offense, it, if you feel like you're in a good spot. But then the more you talk about it and you talk about how many players they actually need to resign – and how many players they actually can resign. I don't even know Locked. if I can go offensively they're going to be in a good spot. Just because you have players coming back doesn't mean they're going to have repeat performances, which they had the year before. You don't have Shane Steichen here anymore. Uh, I guess Brian Johnson is going to be a great play caller next year. I guess. Everybody assumes. You know, everybody. Well, I mean, if you have him back in the Super Bowl, you're assuming he's going to be a great play caller next damn year. damn right. Because uh, Nick Sirianni is not, even though – None of us have seen Brian Johnson call a play as an offensive coordinator at this level. That's why I go back to the whole blind faith thing is that there's a lot more changes going on with this team that would tell you that they may take a step back this year. And it doesn't mean they're going to be a bad team. They won't make the playoffs. But as far as being that dominant team where you're head and shoulders above everyone else, I just don't know how you do that after you lose the amount of players that they are bound to lose to free agents. And the coaching staff that they've already Both lost. Both coordinators. Like, like I, I just don't – I. T- to me, listen, I, I'm more than happy to be wrong about it. <laughs> I'm more than happy to be wrong about it. But as far as me expecting it to happen, I just can't I, – I can't expect that to happen next year. Can't. All right, coming up. I'll take a playoff win, though, or at least a playoff appearance. Mm. All right. I'll take that. Oh, yeah, I'll take that. They're not going to be terrible. They, be, they, they better gotta, get at least a playoff win. I mean, okay. but, but but I mean, but just to, to go to go from being in the Super Bowl to to going back to the playoffs, and and I know season to season sometimes that happens. It would that would just be a major disappointment. I don't know. Coming up, top five at five with Jack. What does he have for us today? That more your phone calls as well. Big five o'clock hour coming up. Marks and Reese ninety four WIP. Hey, listen, people who have joint pain are getting real lasting relief without drugs or surgery with QC Kinetics. Nation's leader in this exciting treatment. They're using highly concentrated healing agents from your own body to restore and repair damaged joint tissue. So if you have ongoing joint pain from arthritis or maybe even an injury, you need to call QC Kinetics. And don't uh, assume that surgery or cortisone shots, steroids, are your only option. Times have changed. And if you've been living on ibuprofen or or whatever because you're in pain, you don't have to live with it, right? Pain meds, ah, stop taking them. This is an amazing alternative that pro athletes have been using for years. And thanks to QC Kinetics, this amazing treatment option is now available for folks like you and us. Uh, so let's do it. Call them today for an evaluation that will get you in ASAP. 215-999-3000. QC Kinetics. 215-999-3000. 215-999-3000. Listen to every MLB game live. The deep left center field. It is high. It is far. It is Stream minor league affiliates. The Midwest League home run leader. And watch the best baseball highlights and look-ins on MLB Big Inning. MLB at-bat is your all-in-one live baseball subscription for only $3.99 per month. Deep left field. It's going to go. Alvarez ties the game. 
Subscribe to At Bat within the MLB app today. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? You spend it here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com.